Because there's not enough podcasts in the world. I'm doing a podcast. Loz and Tomo present. This could be a podcast. Your podcast sucks. The Loz and Tomo Podcast. Podcasters, how are you? Always good to have your company. And uh, wherever you're getting this podcast from and clicking download, thank you, Loz. Yeah, but we hope it's from the listener app. Absolutely. Because they want us to say that. Mm, how do you spell it? The overlords. Um, <laughs> L-I-S-T-N-R. Beautiful. It's missing a letter because I think he was dyslexic, the guy who yeah, made the app, but yep. that's all right. Mm, absolutely. We don't judge. No, not at all. No. Producer Tommy, how late are you? Hello, Tomo, Laws. Good, good to be here. You good? You had a couple of days off throughout the week. Well, I did. I was a bit unwell. Soft. Mm. Well, that's what I was going to actually bring up on this uh, opener here. Week is oh, pissed. you've got some content, well, do just you? A little... That would be a new thing. Mm, true. Loz is in a real sharp mood today. Yeah, I geez, am. you're Very angry. Today. Know. You know, you know how you know she's angry is when she puts the glasses on and then gives it the old left and right so they're properly on. That's when we know. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. That's is something that I picked up. Yep. Well, oh. Yeah, so I was unwell for a couple of days. I got some <laughs> lovely messages from colleagues here at Triple M just, you know, hoping that I'm, you know, all good and everything. Just check it in, which I thought was lovely. Then I opened the Loz and Tomo group chat and mm. just said, oh, what, what are what our, my dear friends, Tomo and Loz, have got to say? Um, Tomo. Tomo and Loz? <laughs> Sounds wrong. I always come first. Loz and Tomo? Tomo. Unless I'm, unless I'm with my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> <laughs> you listening to that? <laughs> got that, Kyle. <laughs> I'd be happy with it. <laughs> Carry on, sorry. Um, anyway. Tomo, don't message Basso Loz. Apparently sick in quotation marks. Oh. Mm. Loz, soft <laughs> from way back. <laughs> Fair, warranted. Tomo, you can be alright for tomorrow, Captain Spineless. <laughs> now, wow, okay. Bullying. I appreciate Yay. that. Oh, and if you go into my personal messages to Tom, it's just me harassing him about where my headphones are. Mm. I didn't know you were sick, mate, and I'm I'm really sorry because I No, no, you sounded sorry. I would have mm. bullied you earlier if I knew. Well, you brought the headphones up, so we might as well go into this <laughs> oh, one. Because this is quite interesting what happened here at Triple M this uh, week, uh, family. Because um, we all got an email probably about three weeks ago, wouldn't it be, Tommy? Mm. That we've we all uh, got some new station-wide. Station-wide. And this is with SAFM as well. Yep. Um, the sisters over the over the other side there. <laughs> Everyone we got headphones. We are the boy there, the yep. girl eye. Uh, so Dipma, Rashudo, Loz, Beck, Soda, Jars, Bluey. Do you want to go through the entire myself, list of well, people? I'm just saying 20 people got this email, 20 new headphones yes. got sent out, and everyone's been able to hang on to their pair but you. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Because someone purposely took mine and hung them up in the back of the room so I couldn't find them. That's yeah, the only reason why I couldn't find them is because someone purposely moved them. But this has happened before with the headphones. In 2018, <laughs> I had a set, a set of headphones that were stolen out of the studio, which we later got the security vision stolen. And Tomo had said I'd lost them and it was my fault and all this stuff. And then finally when we got validated that they were stolen, I said, see? And he goes, it's your fault for leaving them in there. <laughs> So I just feel like you can hang on to the property, you know, bring it home with you, the headphones, you know, bring like, your work like home Rue with does? you. Because mine was sitting right next to his. Oh, no and one's no one's going out, like after Rue. No. Sort no, of saying, no, no exactly. Be touching them. Yeah, because I'm a woman. <laughs> no, it's not because you're a woman. It's because you're not a Brantlow medalist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Claws and Tomo. I hate that podcast. So Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban, they've been together for ages now. Yeah, a few years. Yeah, and they seem really happy and sweet and they're always PDAing. And, One know. of those actual couples I'm pretty happy for. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I know. From afar? Yeah. Like some I'm like, jeez, I haven't split, but I'm happy with these two. No, they've got a Name real them. good vibe. Who? Name them. No, 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 I can't be going there. Oh, sorry. Can't be going there. 
Charlie and Tomo. Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you get the picture, Charles. <laughs> Stop that. No, like there are some couples where they're just a bit toxic and you're like bored of yeah. listening to them complain about it. Harry and Megan did it, did it, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, they were at Taylor Swift, okay, and they were just being such boomers. They were filming themselves in a selfie sort of story on Insta, right. singing along and just real mum and dad energy. Anyway, so it was super innocent. Mm. Like, didn't there was nothing to it. Mm-hmm. So Keith uploads it to his Instagram and Bob's your uncle. Anyway, almost instantly, backlash, media outlets Straight going away. crazy. They've inadvertently filmed another celebrity couple in the background making out oh, who no. weren't meant to be together yet. And had no idea no they clue. were getting filmed. No, no idea. So the the other people, uh, Phoebe Bridges, who's like a musician I like, and then Bo Burnham. Right. Anyway. He's Wait, a, what's his story? He's a comedian. Okay. And the internet's been speculating Can't about... Can't be going that well. <laughs> well, he is actually, yeah. Is he? Like you would know. <laughs> yeah, true. You're so out of touch. <laughs> true. I'm he's, cultured though, Tommy. He's a big... Internet sensation. Okay. And she's just, like, supposedly broken up from her fiancé. So mm. this is all very, like, secret, secret, hush, hush. Oh, Let's go to Taylor Swift in the celebrity suite and just be together by ourselves and we'll get sec- security to take us separately when we leave. Like, no one will ever know. Meanwhile, old Keith and Nikki, oh. bloody, ah, yeah, yes. ah, singing, like, bloody, you know. Love story. Used to be bad yep. blood. 15. Yeah. yeah. Those ones. Just... Filming them in the background. Oh, it's so suburban. I just love it it so much. Isn't it good? It's just like the local, you know, like your your local country footy town. You've got the two people there and they're hooking up in the back of the footy club and they shouldn't be something like that. Yeah. Also, if I want to hook up with someone that I shouldn't be, I'm not doing it at a concert in front of thousands of people. How dumb can you get? I know. But they Just were sort sit of... there, get into it. I know Love stories. you know, one of the great real uh, aphrodisiacs. <laughs> but take her back to the hotel room, mate. Simple as that. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Like the, pub, the public hooking up when you're not even meant to be doing it yeah. is quite... Brazen. Brazen. They can't be mad. No. Unless they said to him, well, we don't want anyone to know about this, so mm. just keep it under wraps. Yeah. But, yeah, look, I just found it, I just thought easily, you know, Keith and Nikki from Paracombe down at the Inglewood. Yeah. You know, and then she's taking an Insta story of the table and you can just hear me in the background going, yeah, no, she's a total bitch. And I really do think that, you know, it's her fault that this has all happened and that he's left her and and just, like, putting it on the internet. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. I've definitely moved on from that. (laughs) Triple Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Well, I was talking right now about childish things that still crack you up. That still make you laugh as an adult, and they oh, and you I'm know pathetic. they you know yeah. they shouldn't. You mm. know they shouldn't. But uh, so I work with uh, my brother and my old man in a family business up in the Adelaide Hills uh, on site, tradies. Mm-hmm. And uh, every now and then I'll jump on and, and have a good day with them. So yesterday I was <laughs> I was on the tools, and um, I find this so funny, and I do this with my brother all the time. We find it hilarious, but. It's not that funny. It's actually quite immature, to be mm. honest, but we do it all the time. Mm. So there was another tradie up the up the road a little bit there, and he mm. was welding, okay? <laughs> so he was welding um, some staunchings together, ready to put up a good neighbourhood fence. Okay. It was raining, okay? Yeah. And I was there standing next to the old man, and I've just yelled out to this bloke that uh, I had no idea who he was at all. <laughs> I've just gone, hey, man, how you going? <laughs> so... Dad thought that I knew this bloke that then he'd know him. And I've just put my head down straight away, right? And this guy looks up 
at the exact same time as the old man looks up at him. Yeah. And he takes his welding mask off. He's <laughs> pissing down with rain all over his face, this bloke, and he looks down and he goes... And he just sees Dave. And Dave's just like, oh, shit, who's that? I've got no idea who's that whatsoever. Do it all the time. So when we're driving along, uh, me and my brother, my brother will be driving and I'll sit yeah. there in the front seat and I'll just toot the horn a couple of times at a couple of passengers walking by. They always put their hands up like yeah. they think they know someone. Oh. I do it all the time. So, And it just reminded me of when I was with the old man. This is years ago now, Loz. Um, I was 17 years old yeah. and the old man was driving down Jetty Road. <laughs> it was about 38 degrees. <laughs> I know what you're going to and there were the four lovely-looking types, yeah, ladies, yeah. at about 20, 21. <laughs> Bosoms everywhere, Loz. Oh. oh, yeah, bikinis out. Right. It was a whole sort How of summer. They? Yep, some, summer summer Asking for it. So, <laughs> so the old man's cruising down there and I'm right next to him and he's in there and he's holding Rodeo. Yeah. And I've just gone over to the horn. Ducked my head. Oh. <laughs> Ducked my head. Oh. And you've got the old man there oh. at about 51 years old with the most awkward little wave as oh. four of the, oh. the lovely ladies are staring at him no. going, what the Pervert. hell? Creep. No. Daddy old bastard. And I reckon he had the trailer on the back too, which somehow makes it worse. <laughs> oh, absolutely it does. <laughs> trailer for his shame. Um... I've got one, but you need a friend to help you with it. Okay. So if you're at a party or, like, just a social event and you see someone you've never met before mm. but your friend knows them, you go, tell me everything you can about this person, oh. like their name, their partner's name, yes. their kids, what they do for a job, like details, like real detailed. Mm. Um, and then you go up to them and you start asking them really specific questions. Oh, get him! I haven't seen you in ages. How's Linda? Oh. And they're like looking at you like, oh, shit. Oh, no, Loz, that is. I've never met this person, I don't think. And then I'm like, so what ended up happening with your Dalmatian? Because I know it had hip dysplasia, but I, and, and they're like, Loz. yeah, yep, yep. No, the surgery worked really well. And you just watch them as they squirm trying to figure out who the F you are. Oh. And then you go, no worries, Shagger, just put, like having you on and just oh. slap him on the arm. Like, yeah, Tony over there told me everything about you. We've never met. And then you walk off. That is. So if someone did that to you, <laughs> and I want honesty here, do you eyeball them and go, sorry, mate, who are you? Oh, no. I'm in deep. I, I would. I would literally, <laughs> I, I don't even want to think about what I would do before you I would, would tell the truth. You would use it as a lie. I would just go in with and just 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 go. Okay, I guess this is what's happening now because I can't. I Love, can't. I'm giving you some advice. What? Call it out if it happens to you. Because you can't hide anything. <laughs> I think I'm pretending. I'm just scowling. I've got a poker face. Yeah, fire poker. Loz and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Venus schnitzel. <laughs> nice. The Loz and Tomo podcast. I had a bit of a Karen moment. Oh, and I'm not, I'm not proud. And I really backed myself in because I just really felt like I was being, um, what's the word? Uh, A like, bitch? <laughs> no. I thought I was being taken advantage of here. Mm. So let me just, I had a couple of, uh, like last year, mm. during the Anzac Day era. No, this would have been like two years ago, I reckon. Actually, I can't even remember. Anyway, whatever. A couple of years ago, Loz. Over the last year and a half. 
I have been interested in my family's history mm. and I wanted to look back into it and I even did one of those DNA tests to see what I was and all this stuff, which was all very interesting. But you sign up for these trials on Ancestry.com, okay, and then you have to cancel the trial. That's the whole point. Otherwise, you get charged for the annual $99 thing. Anyway, there was a whole hoopla with my last... I got charged for what I... I thought I'd cancelled, but what ended up, it was just a whole thing. Yep. And I, I got angry about it and then I ended up getting a refund. This was about a year ago. Anyway, I'm going through my phone, my bank the other day, and I see Ancestry.com, $99 annual fee. And it's almost a year exactly to when the last one was. And I just, I just shit a brick. I just went, no, no, not again. I can't afford this. I ne- like, I'm moving house at the moment. I've got to pay everyone for this. Yep. And I'm like, no, I haven't used this. I'm not going to go. I was fuming. Yep. And I know that I'd cancelled my account because I went through a whole process of okay. it and I had to call through people in different countries yes, and this whole yes, thing. Yes. Settle down. So I had to wait. It was eight, 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday when I noticed mm-hmm. this. They don't open till nine, so I set a timer on my phone. Didn't need to because I was watching that clock, waiting for it. Well, this is the most you've prepared for anything. I know. (laughs) (laughs) This is how poor I am right now. So I'm thinking, no, no, they're not going to do this to me again. They're not going to do this to me again. These corporations, they're always trying to, you know. So I finally get on the phone. And there was an Instagram post. There was an Instagram post and I said, they've messed with the wrong Karen this morning. Oh, yeah. May have been slightly hungover too. Mm. The whole thing was just a perfect storm in a teacup. Yes. So I get on the phone. Straight away, I can tell from this person's tone that there will be a co- we're both alphas. Oh, <laughs> two alphas. Two alphas. Mm. And usually, if I can get a beta on the phone, yep. you know you can kind of power move them I'll out. manipulate them. Yeah. But so I'm an alpha, they're an alpha, they're sassing me straight away because mm. they're like, mm, we don't just charge people for no reason. Yeah, and they don't want to be working on a Saturday no. morning. And they can tell that I'm already, like, carrying them and want my refund, want to speak to the manager sort of bullshit. So he goes, all right, I'll, I'll get the um, email up. And he goes, oh, well, there's no account for that email. And I go, see? And I, he goes, well, we'll try another email. So I give him my other email, my other work one. No, no account for that. And I went, see? And he goes, well, why don't you give me your credit card number, just a few of the digits, don't need them all, and then I can see if there's an account connected to it. Okay. So you're thinking you got hacked, really? Yeah. Yep. So he goes, oh, there is an account showing up for this. Mm. And I was like, oh, I told you. And it's not mine because I don't have any other email addresses and it, I must have been scammed. And he goes, okay, yeah, it does look like a kind of weird email address. Maybe it is. And I was like, what is it? He goes, um, obese underscore leprechaun 911 at com." <laughs> and I'm just like, silence. <laughs> you have And he's like, sorry, did I lose you? And I went, um, <clears throat> no, um. Bad coverage here in the hills. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. Um, that is my email address. Oh, Lars. <laughs> Obese leprechaun. It's Lars. my high school email address. And I go, I just don't remember signing up for it. So many questions. He here. says, you signed up at 3 a.m. Australian oh, Eastern Standard even Time. Oh, they the time stamp. Uh, it was Lars. a Friday night and suddenly I, it was Anzac Day Tomo. I was drunk at the pub and we were talking about my grandpa fighting mm. World War One. So you signed up with obese leprechaun. Well, because I'd already exhausted my other ones. I'd gotten free trials out of the other ones. Mate, I'm, I would have, I'm sorry, I would have eyeballed that <laughs> unit and gone, not mine. <laughs> $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast.
Laws and Tomo. I hate that podcast. Laws found something on the socials throughout the week, and uh, this stuff just makes me absolutely piss laugh. Yeah. <laughs> when you ask for a job to be done, that can just be done in two seconds like that, yeah. and it makes you feel uh, uneasy. A yeah, little. like when you're like, the printer's not working and it's not plugged in, and oh, then they just right. plug it in for you. A hundred percent. Or the, you know, oh, the printer's not working. You get the text mm. that are coming, come have a look with it. Out of paper. Mm. You know, just little simple jobs like that. Yes, 100% embarrassing. Anyway, I found one from a mechanic. Um, the customer had complained to the mechanic saying, uh, customer can hear wind mm. from the back of her car. Mm. So it was <laughs> taken in. So the car was dropped in for the day. Yep. Um, action required, closed window. <laughs> The back right window was closed. Oh. That's all it was. It just went up, just went up, two ticks, boom, yeah. boom, job done. Also charged 180 bucks for that. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> the dirty dogs. Um, yeah, so those little things. Have you got any? Um, I had a really embarrassing one where I got home from uh, a traveller. Uh, oh, a traveller. 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 Um, spent a few good months in Thailand yes. and then I got home and I hadn't used my Australian phone for a while. So yep. I put a post up on Facebook, I'm home, like reach out if you want to hang out. And then my phone, I got that turned back on and like no messages were coming through. So I was like, oh, something's not working with my phone. <laughs> like not getting contacted by anyone. And obviously I would be because like people have been excited for me to get back. So um, <laughs> Obviously I would be. <laughs> I went into uh, Vodafone oh. and I said to the guy, no. I don't know what's going on. Like I've turned on my roaming. I've turned on my like a straight like data thing, but no texts are coming through, no calls. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, like not one since I've been gone. Oh. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, well, we'll just do a trial first. So he gets out the work phone. He's like, I'll just send a text just to make sure it doesn't come through. So he's like, what's your number? And I gave him my number and then like pushes the button and then we wait like 10 seconds. And just as I'm about to say, see nothing, it's just beep, beep. <laughs> oh. So what was the issue? No one was contacting me, Tom. <laughs> I just wanted to, to say it. Not a single person reached out to me. And it was so bad that I thought that something must be broken. It was so oh. bad. So then I went on a rampage and messaged all my friends like, ha-ha, we're going to catch up? Like, I am back. Yeah. Like, just made them all very aware. And still no text back. I, I, nothing. I haven't spoken to any of them since. It's been 10 years. Um, I do have a funny story, though. There's a comedian who's told this and uh, what's his name? Jack Whitehall. Oh, and yeah. Gun. So Jack Whitehall is in Spain and he goes to a, to a restaurant, yeah. goes to the toilet, needs to do a number, poo, number two. A number poo. <laughs> oh, rhymes. That could work. Never really made mm. that connection. Anyway, so he does that and then he goes to flush it. Nothing happens. No water. Not, like, not even like oh. a little, you know, like battery dead. Not level. even a, a, a gurgle. Lost. Not a gurgle, no. Tomo. So he's doing that for a while, freaking out. And he's like, I can't leave this in here. I have to go get someone and sort of oh. <laughs> explain to them what's going on because oh. it's a small restaurant. As soon as I open the door, it's going to like reek out. Oh. So he sneaks off, grabs a waiter. No. Brings the waiter back. The waiter does not speak a lick of English. Oh, which is so probably handy. trying to communicate with him that the toilet's not working and all, like, oh. this guy can see is just that Jack pointing at a poo. Mm. And he's like, think, he's like, yes, I see. Good I see size borry too. <laughs> anyway, finally Jack goes, no, watch. And he goes to flush it to prove that it's not working. Oh. And he pulls the thing down and it immediately flushes. <laughs> <laughs> So this guy, he's like, so this guy thinks that I've just called him into the toilet so that we can both watch my shit go down and salute. 
Watch this, mate. <laughs> See you, buddy. Oh. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Great out, mate. Triple M's Laws and Tomo. This could be a podcast. So a bit of advice out there for the gentleman of Adelaide who are dating a woman who is not on any form of birth control. Mm. So if, if a woman's on the pill, usually the symptoms of the the hormones mm. are quite managed. But if she's come off it, she's not on it, she doesn't have an implant on, she doesn't have a marina, she's raw-dogging it. Yeah. Um, and I hope you're wearing a bloody raincoat too. Yeah, to well, unless you're trying there. for a baby or whatever it is. That is, is true. Know. Yeah. My advice to you guys or anyone listening on the listener app, <laughs> track that cycle. Track it. Track that cycle. Don't tell her you're tracking it. Be real creepy about it. Just keeping a, a slight sort of structure in your diary of when the changes are coming, mm. okay? Because... The ebbs and flows. The loss. ebbs and flows. Literally. You, you will understand your self, your own behaviour, the reactions to that behaviour, your partner so much better if you just know what phase she's in because the phases are like the seasons of the year. Mm. They're summer, autumn, winter and spring, you know? And if you think that you're... Why are you bringing this up, mate? Like, who have you heard this? Yeah, or... yeah, yeah, yeah. So people actually do this out there. Yeah. I think it's creepy as Some, hell. Someone in this building does it, and I think it's a great idea. Really? Yep. And I'm not saying you're, like, monitoring her behaviour and writing down notes or whatever. This is like location services on for me, mate. <laughs> I don't, I don't I condone that. Is. No, 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 no. This is different. I think it's pretty well on the same No, because it's basically, this is what it means. It means that if you get a pretty violent reaction to something mm. that you think is doesn't deserve it, you can then look at your diary and go, that makes sense. Okay. I know how to respond to this. So what? So you're mid-argument, you go, hang on a second. <laughs> Pull out the diary and yeah. say, hey, you're not due for another week. No, you never say it. <laughs> oh, you never say it. But you can think it. Well, this is the thing because if you're ever accused of having your period and that's why you're angry, you will kill someone. If you're not. On it. Or if you are. Oh, so you can't win as a bloke. You can't win by telling them that they're reacting this way because of their hormones. Yeah. It's just you're never going to get it's away It's like with telling it. people to calm down when they're angry. It's exactly like that. <laughs> yeah. So you can't confront her about it. Mm. So all you can do is, is change your expectations and go, I'm not going to get too bothered by her reaction here. She's having a hissy fit because I know what's going on. <laughs> And I'm just going to go away and do my thing or whatever. But if she starts yelling at you during her ovulation period where she's meant to be the happiest and horniest, then you've definitely done something wrong. <laughs> you've stuffed up. Because the sun shines out of your ass during that period. Yep. Like during that part of the month, everything's great yeah. and you're attractive, you smell good. Mm. Every- oh, hi, honey. If she's yelling at you then, you're done f***ed up. You're done. <laughs> you're done. You're absolutely done. Yeah. So I think secretly track it. I'm not trying to be creepy here. This is so this is so against the vein for you, mate. Yeah, but I'm not like I'm definitely don't like fig- try and figure out where she's going or who she's hanging out with or like what she's eating. You know, like don't monitor anything like that. But, Just moni- go- but monitor her natural cycle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because you know, you know how to then respond to her moods. Just go. It's the twenty fifth, is it? So, uh, so hang on. Like, yeah. so we're we're two weeks away from the the monthly. Yeah. And that's no ovulation period. Uh, it's happening at this stage. Okay? Yeah. Well, two weeks away is when the ovulation. Okay. A week happens. away. Whatever. It a is. week away. That's a very tricky time. Okay. So a week. Yeah. So so we so we've got to judge how to react at the time of yes. argument being taken place. Yes. <laughs> 
This seems very complicated to me, Loss. <laughs> no, look, it, it won't be that complicated. It's more just when something happens that seems out of the ordinary, yeah. then that's when you reference the calendar and go, oh, yeah, she's in that phase. Okay. I just honestly, it makes such a difference mm-hmm. if people can bear with you. Have uh, any ex-partners of yours tracked that you know Absolutely of? not. <laughs> you wouldn't, never you given... wouldn't allow it? No, I would have. I, I used to send them updates. <laughs> just remember... <laughs> going to be really angry in a week. Oh, God. I'm scared, actually. Loz <laughs> and Tomo. I do not want to talk about the Venus Hensel. <laughs> the Loz and Tomo podcast. Loz, sledging's back yeah. once again. Back in the news this week. Found this on Instagram. Uh, so this is Graham Swan. So he used to be a great off-spin bowler for England. We used to absolutely mm-hmm. take the mickey out of Australia when he used to come over here. But he got asked about the greatest cricket sledge mm-hmm. he's heard in history. Here's what he had to say. Um, I, personally, it was when uh, Stuart Broad, uh, Mitchell Johnson, told Stuart Broad that he'd his sister and did that make them related? And Broad, he went, no, that makes us easy. You like yeah. it or not? Um, it's not up there for me. No, there's been some good ones, though, over the years. Can, would... I, oh, can I read a couple out yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah. Or have you got any personal ones? I'm just thinking there were two brothers playing AFL uh, for opposing yes. teams. And he had, oi! My dad rooted your mum. <laughs> it's 100% true. <laughs> Who was that? It's the Voss brothers. Yeah, the Vossies. Uh, Michael Voss said it to Brett Voss when he was lining up for goal, I reckon. You might not believe this, but I can show you. Mm-hmm. Last night, as I was sit- settling in for bed, I was just cruising through Instagram. Right. Uh, not Instagram, sorry, YouTube. Yeah. And the last video I watched before falling asleep was AFL Brothers Moments. Oh, I love that. Look at that. How good. Watching siblings. And the Voss brothers were yep, on it. they were in there. The Scott brothers. Yep. Oh, they were good. Cracker Brothers? Yeah, the Rocker Brothers. Yeah, the Rocker Brothers? Yep. Sav and Anthony? Yeah. Mm. And the Brayshaws. I hope the Cornsers were in there. Oh, the Cornsers. Oh, yeah, there was one, because it was good moments. (laughs) (laughs) So there was only one. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. (laughs) Um, Now, there's been a couple of uh, good ones here, Loz. So Warney was the absolute king of it. Okay. Okay, so he he was fantastic. So he had a bunny, basically... Uh, yeah, a bunny in cricket is like someone that you can always get out, okay? And his yeah. name was Daryl Cunnelan, okay? Cunnelan. 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 Yeah. Very, oh, no. Yeah, you can, yeah, just be a bit careful when you're saying oh, that. Oh, no. Anyway, Warney said to Daryl, he said, mate, I've been waiting two years to get another chance at you. Mm-hmm. And Daryl replied with, well, it looks like you spent it eating. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> Outstanding. <laughs> And you know what's so good about that is, like, it's not even – it's so off the cuff. Like, yeah. there's no way he would have known that Warney was going to say nah, that. Yeah. not at all. Uh, another one here. In a county match in England, Viv Richards to Greg Thomas. Thomas was bowling to Richards, getting a few to whiz past the bat. Richards played and missed at one, and Thomas said, it's red and round, now f***ing hit it. <laughs> and then Richards just said – and after he hit him for six, he goes, you know what it looks like, go get it. <laughs> It's not bad, is it? That's very good. I've, I heard one that Nat Fife did to um, Kane Corns. It's not real. It's not clever. Yeah. It just cracked me up. Mm. And it was when Fifey was just sort of starting to become a bit of a stallion. Mm. And, a man mountain. Yeah. And Kane got, they said, you got to tag him. <laughs> he got sent out and he went, no. I, I And he goes, you are. You're tagging him. Anyway, so Kane went out and sort of <laughs> jogged over mm. to Nat and Nat looked at him and laughed mm. in his face and he said, strap in, old man, you're about to have the worst f***ing day of your life. 
And I reckon he said something along the lines of, take your frail body with me, we're going to the cage. $30 million podcast deal. Look, it's not the best show, but it's something to listen to. Loz and Tomo. This could be a podcast. Right. (laughs) I've got a question for you. Um, and you can answer it because you you play footy. Yes. And you do so. What level? A grade? A grade, yes. A grade. Ah. Did you ever think about AFL? Was nah. it ever an option? No, nah, never an option. Right. Oh, okay. one time. Western what? Bulldogs called me once. That is actually a true story. What? But it's, have you not heard that? You're about, you're, you're pulling my dick. No, this is, that's fair dinkum. What? No, I, I don't want to get into it. It's actually, it's very convoluted and it was so, so brief. It's not funny. But you really almost this you had a whisper of it. We need to hear this. Uh, okay, so I had a decent year playing uh, country footy up in mm. the Adelaide Hills. I was eighteen years old. I was eighteen. Yep, mm-hmm. um, had a had a good year, mm-hmm. and uh, South Adelaide had reached out to me. Yeah, but the Bulldogs actually rang the club president at Meadow, so I wasn't even playing sample stuff. Right? Oh my god! And then had mentioned something. It would be a good idea if. Uh, young Mark went down to South Adelaide. South Adelaide got in touch. I went down there, lasted a preseason, didn't like like it, played back at Meadows. That's you didn't 100% like true. It. No. Why not? Uh, I was, I, like, I enjoyed it. Did the preseason with the, as an overaged under 18, and then went into the seniors group, went up till March, and then couldn't get to training one night. So I went to Meadows and trained yep. there, and I'm just like, nah, this is where I am. I love it. This right. is too much. So I didn't play that year at, and then I broke my leg about. Oh, there's always a broken leg. No, 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 but I wouldn't have gone back. I was done. Yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone, even if I had a good year. So you rejected them? Not really. I just felt deep down that I wasn't good enough and yeah, that's just being honest. But don't you think a lot of people don't know deep down? No, but when I say the broken leg, I was like, geez, I wonder if that would have happened if I was down playing at South Adelaide. Right. Yeah. Okay. Like you play junior stuff like that, but that was a senior crack at it. Yeah. And I was just like. Yeah, and oh, like through that period, that was like a 10-week period that I had off work and footy and whatever. I'm like, geez, I wonder if, if I stayed down at uh, Norlunga, yeah. Hickenbotham Oval, um, if I would have actually broken my and leg and the Western had a Bulldogs? crack at it. Nah, nothing come of that then. Oh, well, they, so the Western Bulldogs contacted oh, right. South Adelaide. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. well, you sorry. can't go from... You yeah. Had to, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a true story. That's incredible. Mm. I wonder how many people there are who do get drafted who feel the way that you felt and end up just kind of being list cloggers and spending oh, like mate, thousands. five years just sort of thousands. benched and not there's, pursuing another career mate, and just like, what am I doing? So many, so many AFL footballers in modern day society that you would, you would know, that you wouldn't even know that they've been on lists. Yeah. And you would see them all the time. And they go back and they're absolute champions of their country clubs. Yeah. For sure. But they get onto lists. They're, yeah. they're, and then there's people that are rookie drafted. And yeah, to, it, to, it is such a small amount of people percentage that go on and play 200 games. And I don't think they're... I don't know if we really respect no. the champions enough. With no, because you got someone like Tex. Tex comes in once a week and sits with us. Is and this... then if you think about how, particularly in a modern game, yeah, which is so competitive and there's so many ways to be better than the next yeah. person, for him to play this long oh. and be in his thirties and be at career peak. The worst thing we do in this industry, especially with AFL footballers, we lord these players more once they're retired. Mm. Buddy Franklin will be lauded so much more yeah. 
when he's retired and obviously going through some troubles with his form right now. Yeah. Um, and everyone's, you know, first to cut him off at the neck and finish him off and get him done. And so it's yeah. like, nah, you know, retire him, come out and say it's your last year. We don't, like, there, there might not be another player, Loz, that's yeah. ever going to kick a 1,000 goals again. And we're, we're quickly finishing him off and just going nut, done. Yeah. Tex Walker comes in. He's playing his 250 game in a, in a couple of weeks' time. We don't lord these players like we should. Well, we only seem to honour de- honor the dead, don't we? We kind mm, of that's what I mean. too late. That's what I mean. Like Shane Warne's another one, Loz. You know, as oh. soon as his death happened... We, then we find out how good a parent he is. Then yeah. we find out all the uh, community stuff that he's, he's been yep. doing and the charity work that he's been doing. But we don't live in the present wanna, enough, though, Loz. But people don't, like, I don't want people to pay attention to the things I'm doing like that. I don't want to have big memorial services for the things I'm doing while I'm still alive. I guess it, it's not just what we do as a society to those people. It's what those people probably want as well. Mm. They just want to go about their business and not have to like... Yeah, I know, but, they, but then they get scrutinised if they do anything of True. the slightest thing wrong. So I don't think we lord them enough inside. No, we're too critical. And also all the people watching these games, sitting on their couch, morbidly obese, mm. you know, like, and yelling at... The, like, I mean... I'm I'm as guilty as anyone at mm. yelling at a player when they mess up or whatever. Yeah. But when you really think about how hypocritical that is and how pathetic it is, it's hilarious. Yeah. Like we're all sitting up there watching these elite I athletes know. running around chasing a slippery pill. Yep. Uh, like freezing cold, just had knee surgery, mm-hmm. doing their best, nationally televised, scrutinised. Scrutinised like you Wondering whether they're going to get a contract signed, wondering yep. whether their parents are watching, wondering, what you know. And then some big fat bastard yells out, yeah, hoeing, you're a shat, you bring shame to this club. He's hoeing into his third meat pie yeah. and he said, run quicker. It's insane. It's insane like what we do. That's exactly yeah. what goes on. Anyway, but, back to but, the Bulldogs. It was either me or Caleb Daniel and they chose the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Premiership yeah. player, late kick. <laughs> and here I am talking shit on a Saturday morning. Now, this whole chat can probably get cut. Um, but... <laughs> I just had a question for you about football because you've played and play A-grade and you spend obviously a lot of time in footy clubs and you hang out with footy players and, you know, it's footy, 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 footy. When you're out on the field Mm. and what position are you? In the midfield. In the midfield. Right. So this is more for people like, you know, hanging in the pocket. Okay. Um, Like when you're being tagged or tagging someone or you're just stuck with someone. Down the other end. Down the other end. When you've got an opponent. Yeah, when you've got an opponent. Do you guys talk? So it's interesting. Like you said, the ball's always moving usually in the midfield. But if you go forward or Mm. you go back and there's moments in time where I don't initiate the talking. Okay. But people do. Yeah. Like when you're in the heat of the battle, there's a lot of things that gets, you know, sledging or said back and forward. But in those moments where there's no... There's nothing whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like a lot, I, I, I have, uh, you know, mates of mine who are backmen and forwards mm. and they talk to their opponents. I can't get my head around that. No. Like I I'm just, in it, the fierce and then the ball comes down, then you hate each other. Well, this is the thing. So one minute you're like, get out mate, has a family. Yeah, 100%. Family. And then the ball comes out, you <laughs> dog. Yeah. Like ripping each other physically to pieces. Yeah. And then what? You kick it down the other end, it gets, you know, there's a turnover and yeah. you've, you've just stuck with them again? Does the conversation go back to being friendly? Can I tell you a quick story? And I know we're going way over here, but um, so my brother's a defender, right? Yeah. And he talks to his opponents. Of course he does. Yeah, he talks to his Lovely. opponents. But he's a very, very passionate guy. So if someone does something in the forward pocket that's so good, mm. he'll be the first to yell out, brilliant stuff, Barry, boom, mm. boom, boom. And he was getting this vocal this one day. This bloke just turned around to him and he goes, mate, do you mind just shutting up a bit? <laughs> 
He goes, I'm that hungover. He goes, I, I had a, a Italian, I come from Italian heritage. Yeah. We had 35 Italians around at dinner last oh. night. I couldn't get a word in. My head's ringing. Yeah. Can you just shut the f*** up? Pause and Tomo. I hate that podcast.